The Alpha Sessions with Emma Joyce. And I'm here with Alice Me Bishop. Hello. Hello. How are you? Great, thank you. Good. Um, it's been ages. I was digging around a couple of days ago yeah. and I think it was 2018 when we last saw you. <laughs> um, so pretty much two years, which is mad because on one hand it feels like it's been ages, but on the other hand it feels like you were in the studio with us yesterday. Yeah, so I know what you mean. It's kind of weird. Um, but cool, you've had... Um, a pretty busy couple of years. Yes, yeah. Um, not necessarily musically. No. Um, do you want to tell us a little bit about that? Um, yeah, so um, I lived up in London. After I finished Brit, I came and lived in London for for a year. Yeah. I went to um, ICMP. Um, What's ICMP? Oh, it's a uh, uni okay. in Kilburn. Right. So um, I went there. Um, basically, so I could still be up in London type of thing. Um, I went to that. It wasn't really for me, to be honest. It was a songwriting course, and it wasn't. It wasn't my cup of tea. Uh, but I, I went there, and um, I was trying a bunch of different things whilst I was up here, trying to get gigs, trying to kind of build a bit of a name for myself. Um, and it was very, very, very difficult. And you know, it was such a stress of having to pay rent pay for everything whilst I was up here that it kind of made me a bit ill um so I decided um I had a bit of a bit of an upset so I decided to go home uh be with my mom and dad and uh, my dog had only recently died so I was in a bit oh, of a state nice. yeah he was my baby so I was in a bit oh. of a state over that so I came home and I um everything was going all right I was on my way up to London to come to one of my singing lessons but I wasn't feeling too well in the morning I had a bit of a bad throat and then um yeah I couldn't really move <laughs> and um I came home and I was like freezing cold but my body was boiling so my mum run rung the um ambulance because she'd rung like a helpline and they'd said they think it could be sepsis because there was quite a bit of like p- r- cases being reported of it at the time especially in younger in younger girls so yeah. um they sent an ambulance crew out um they took my temperatures 42 degrees no i mean i didn't know whether that was good or bad to be honest if i was out in 42 degrees in like australia i'd love it you know <laughs> but um i no, don't think it's the same no i know so i um i got rushed into hospital um they did a few tests blood tests passing out um not because of um because of the needles or anything i just like i couldn't keep myself together type wow. of thing um and they let me go they said that they uh, it wasn't sepsis i just had a strep throat infection so they sent me away with um antibiotics which really i don't think i should have gone but yeah. i i came home and i was in bed couldn't really move I'm on these antibiotics trying to get a bit better well two days after then i woke up at about four o'clock in the morning on a friday and um yeah my I, like my arm was just completely stiff um, my chest felt like it was on fire. Um, I tell you what, in that moment, I kind of thought I was dying, you know. But um, yeah, we got. I got rushed into hospital. They did tests again, and that, um, my heart had let out this um, enzyme called troponin, which gets let off when there's a heart attack. So they didn't really know what had happened um, with me. So I then. Um, they were doing a bunch of different tests and I kind of thought, because every time I'd gone to hospital when I was younger, I mean, it's very rare I've gone to hospital, but the system, the process seems to be going, get checked, stay a few hours, go home. Yeah. Well, I went in, 
got into a ward type of thing um was Surely. kept yeah kept in like a medical unit um and then nobody could see me because it was easter so there was no doctor oh, no. no specialist in to do the yeah. um scan so i was in for quite a while and i was in agony because the sac around my heart was inflamed see and it was something called pericarditis which is um it's quite rare to get but it was um i mean you know it it was my body kind of telling me I needed a bit of time off, um, but I'm in a way I'm not. I'm obviously not glad it happened, but you know it's kind of made me realise um, to have other options rather than just rely so fully on doing singing. Um, so I started doing a bit of chemistry, a bit of biology on the wow. side. I've always had a passion for. It. I so mean, hang on, you get this because you're doing too much, so then you take on a new challenge. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it kind of takes my focus off being like a singer. Okay. It kind of allows me then to be like, say, I get to thirty, and I'm like, oh, that's not for me. I got the biology and chemistry to fall back on then. And I mean, I always, I was always quite academic in school, and I kind of missed having that type of thing as well. I mean, I barely go to college, so I mean, I don't know why I'm on about this, but I, I'm still getting my distinctions, which is all right. But yeah. So what, are you studying chemistry and biology now? Yeah, well, I, I still do my singing. I mean, I'm, I'm very, really there. I'm always doing writing sessions and, like, coming up to London for different things. So I'm very, really in college, but somehow I'm still managing to keep up with the work and wow. do the grades. So it's like... <laughs> and That's it's pretty impressive. <laughs> but yeah, it's been it's been good. I I enjoy it. I do enjoy it a lot. But yeah. And you've also been busy launching a school. Yes, I am. Which is so exciting. <laughs> I know. I can't wait. It's how did you How did you get into the whole teaching thing anyway? Um. Well, when I, after the thing with the bit of a heart problem, mm. I decided that I I really enjoyed um like teaching. I really do enjoy joy teaching and I felt like I'd done all these years of training and like I was obviously I'm using it on myself but I thought oh, I'd love to like help others because I can hear quite a lot of things that people are doing um wrong so like yeah. a lot of the time uh people will sing from their larynx which I mean I'm still learning how to avoid singing from my larynx because being a classical singer we're taught how to sing from our larynx now if, to be a pop singer and to be able to hit quite high notes without straining you go into a place called your pharynx which is at the back I'm getting a bit technical now but it goes to a place called your pharynx yeah, so when the baby's crying for example and they can cry all day and it doesn't bother them at all and they don't go like ow bad throat it's because they're crying from their pharynx so what I wanted to try and teach then from what my teacher has been teaching me is for singers to get into their pharynx easier so there's a bunch of different techniques that I've learned and I'm teaching these and I just I don't know just get a kick out of it I loved I love it I love seeing the progression as well yeah. so I've had people come to me who at the beginning um they weren't able to stay in tune so the song will be um playing and it's very difficult for them to actually follow the melodic line so there's been a bunch of different techniques we've gone over and showing them certain ways to listen and kind of tune their brain fit into the notes wow so it's it's really it's fun it's is really it all fun. ages or just young people yeah or? well i'm uh, my private lessons i teach from four onwards so okay. the four four to nine normally have about half an hour sessions because it's it's more about 
building their confidence yeah. at that age. And attention span, 100%. Yeah. yeah, I mean, a lot of the time, um, their parents will stay in the room with them, which yeah. makes it easier for them to concentrate then. Mm. Um, sometimes not. Sometimes they sit in, I got a little tiny, like, I got conservatory by calling my waiting room. <laughs> so they can stay in there. Um, but um, my older ones, so 10 onwards, and I, st- I have some students that are 60, so oh. I'm, I teach them about 45 minutes. Some people have hour and a half. So it's, it's great. It's like you can kind of have as much as you feel suits you. But I go over um, exercise and technique to start off. And then um, go if we have time, so try and do as much technique as possible and then apply that technique we've learned into the song. So they get a, like, a full lesson plan at the end of everything we've done. So I just love it. I really enjoy it. Do you have people come to you and go, I want to sound like this? Yes. yes. And like, do you find that really hard to kind of say, like, not everyone can sound like Alicia Keys or whatever? I think... Only I don't. <laughs> I don't know whether I find it difficult because I know how they. I know how they've got to do it from. Because um, I go to um, my singing teacher is called Doctor Voices, Anthony Wade, in um, Three Mills Studio in London, Stratford. I come oh, up cool. every week for that. Wow. He is incredible. He's absolutely phenomenal. And um, basically, to to sound like these singers, there's something called the four columns, which um, and the sound beam that you have to go into. So I don't really find it difficult saying to him, "You can't sound like that." It's, it's more about if they want to put the work in and if they want to put in all the hours of doing these techniques yeah. over and over, it's quite difficult for them not to develop a sound that will be similar. Obviously, it's not going to be the same, but that's like the beauty of finding like your artistry then yeah, because true. you don't want to sound the same as someone, otherwise that's like a tribute, you know? So I try and teach them a bunch of different techniques. Obviously, I had a 10-year-old come in the other day wanting to sing Rise Up by Andrea Day. I was like... <laughs> We'll work towards it. That's not going to come just yet. <laughs> I, and then I explained to them all the, like, you know, how obviously the singer is a lot older than them, so they've had the time to grow and develop. So a lot of that comes into it as yeah. well. But my older ones, as long as they do the technique, it's quite easy for them to kind of find their own avenue that sounds not similar, but achieving the same notes in their own way. So enjoy it <laughs> what happens if you get someone like me who you know how you said you start singing in tune and then you go off yeah i go off rail before like <laughs> you start do you ever get anyone that comes in that kind of you like they've got a lot of work to do if you know what i mean um <laughs> i think i i don't know whether i call it work it's more about the development of it okay so i feel like there there have been people that have come yeah. And they've um, needed quite a bit of development. But I look at my students now and I feel like they're all quite quite equal cool. with how they come on, especially the ones that have been with me now for about eight months. Yeah. You can really see a difference, which, you know, I, I love it. I love seeing the difference. I love seeing... I watched a video of one of my girls the other day and um, when she first started singing this song called Colours of the Wind, because yeah. I like to take them back to ones that we can actually use quite a bit of technique on. Um, she's singing Colours of the Wind from Pocahontas. and she's oh, an amazing e- She was nine when I started teaching her, but now she's ten and she's just done another recording of it now and she's sounding so much better. Wow. You know, like, her, she's really clear with her diction, her... Um, her technique is sounding really good so it's it's great to hear that development and she's only going to get better if she carries on practicing she's only going to just com- keep progressing like you wow. sound great I know that you 
with Emma Joyce. Um, so, you kind of have already, and obviously, like, you do lessons, so yes. I'm not going to ask you too many questions on it. All right, that's fine. But, um, any kind of, if you've got a new and up-and-coming um, vocalist listening, have you got any, like, tips for keeping your voice? Oh, it is vital, absolutely vital, that you do um, warm-ups and exercises, um, because especially a great one to do is one called the bubble, now, I'll show you it, actually, because it's, it's, I can talk about it, but you don't get the same thing as if, yeah, if no, you show it. So basically, you put two fingers like this, and you go... <laughs> now, what that does is that puts your voice into a bit of a rehab. Oh, so cool. it, your vocal folds and your vocal cords are completely relaxed. They're not being used in like an aggressive way at all. So it's really relaxed in your throat. So that's technical side, that's how I'd say for singers to go forward keeping their voice in good condition. Um, tr- don't strain. If ever there's any notes at all you strain on, you're doing it wrong. Try it different ways. Try try watching um, singers, see how they put their mouth shape, because it comes down a lot to the shape of their mouth and how their tongue is positioned. Yeah. It's, it, gets, it gets very technical. But it's kind of like throat exercises. Yes. That's the way I see it. Yes, yes. So it's all about getting inside. You've got to really understand them exercises as well and really get inside them. It's, 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 when you get them, you know you've got them. Okay. But the minute that it's um, the practice of it, it takes a while to kind of, you know, I, I remember when I first started doing it, I was like, I can't do it. I can't do it. So it takes it takes quite a while to really understand it. I think you also have to um, not be embarrassed. Yes, don't do be embarrassed. Well. I mean, I spent years and years being embarrassed that my mother would listen and be like, ooh, that don't sound too good. <laughs> but now it's all about, like, they're not meant to sound good. Yeah. They're um, really building blocks so that you've just got to, 
keep on plowing through them, you know. As long as they don't hurt, they hurt until you're doing it wrong. That's yeah. literally what I've learned over the years. If you hurt, you're doing it wrong. I'm so, going to yeah. try that when we get home. Yeah, try it. Try <laughs> it. You'll be singing like Whitney tomorrow. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, so what about when you go on stage? Is there anything else that you have to do before you play live? Um... Not, not at all any not at all anymore because it was like before I used to get really nervous yeah um going on um probably until around about summer of 2018 mm-hmm. and I had quite a bit coming up I, I was singing in Carfest have you heard of Carfest yeah I was singing at Carfest I was um supporting Lloyd Macy who was on X Factor in oh, his Ace. yeah coming home show and I Ace did cool. pride um Pride Camry main stage back home. So <laughs> I had three of my biggest things in one weekend and I didn't have time to get nervous and I'd been busking all summer. Yeah. And I just found from busking it was such a like such a massive weight off my shoulder because it was you know, you're making money and singing. You don't have to worry about like people people might not like you, but whereas in a gig situation, if someone don't like you, you've got like an hour and a half of someone not liking you. If someone doesn't like <laughs> you on the yeah, if someone doesn't like you on busking on the street, yeah. you just move on. Yeah. You know, you true. haven't got you haven't got to stay there. So it's like for me, after doing busking I could not do gigs because I'm literally like, God, this is so much better. Uh-huh. I could do it in the day. I got the night to myself, you know? <laughs> it's it's brilliant. It's just a brilliant way. So from doing busking it yeah. really like my nerves, I, d- I just didn't get them. Now, only thing is, and I'm a bit nervous about listening back to my performances, is that... I wouldn't be. They sounded amazing. Oh, because I have to listen to Lovely Day by Bill Withers before I perform. Oh, did you do that today? No, I didn't do it. Oh. So I was a bit like, oh, God. I thought maybe you did because I came a bit late. I thought maybe I missed Oh, that no, bit. I forgot. You know, I'm in you. And I was like, oh, my God, I didn't listen to Bill Withers. Not even in the car on the way? Not even in the car. Not even in the car. And I, I always have it on. Always without fail. In it, I have it all the time. What if we put it on after? Would it have the same? Oh thing? yeah, go on. Okay, we'll do it after instead. Okay, <laughs> I love it. It's it's not my favorite song, but it, it's like one that definitely puts me in the in the zone. in the mood, ready to go on and sing. I have okay. it on my phone and like this, listening so to funny. it. Love it. Wow, that's a good one. <laughs> Very unexpected. <laughs> um, so for people that haven't heard your last session and yes. haven't heard your music. How would you sum it up in a couple of words? Confused. Confused? <laughs> <laughs> I think I think over the past few years, I'm really trying to find what type of sound I want to go with. Okay. Um, and I've realised all of my favourite singers that I kind of look up to have all started quite similar. They've all started by singing on like a dance track. Yeah. So... I've been doing quite a bit of house stuff, even though I haven't done it today. I've been doing quite a bit of house stuff recently. And I really got a love for house music and EDM. I really enjoy listening to that type of stuff. So I feel like the way for me is that I'm going to do quite a bit of dance stuff now. Cool. Then I can break into doing my pop and ballads type of things. But I would say my music at the moment is quite pop, um, ballads. But yeah, I think... I think at the moment is more so confused. <laughs> and you said that um, artists you've been listening to, um, what kind of artists have you been listening to? Um, Sam Smith, because I absolutely loved his song, um, yeah. Latch, um, yes. with Disclosure. It came out years ago, yeah, but yeah. oh my God, it's amazing. It came on in the office today, actually. Oh, it I good. tell you what, it's such a good song. I've been listening to it, and I'm listening to it, I was being wrought. Oh, it's brilliant. It's one of those that you forget how much you love it, and then you hear yeah. it again, and you're like, oh yeah, I love this song. Yeah, I love Sam Smith. I mean, I love... Um, 
can gosh think about this now because I normally love songs more than yeah. I like um, certain artists I I love Adele I've always liked Adele um, and I'm gotta think who else I'm more about producers like I love yeah go for it yeah I love it's all I love Max Martin yes his songs like I mean it's it's very rare to see him come up with a song that doesn't do well yeah, um, I love Pink I think Pink is great and yeah I think that's about it I, I can't think of who else I really like I love Coldplay yeah Coldplay that's a nice mix there Max yeah. Martin Coldplay I know Pink Sam Smith it's good yeah I love him so yeah but Sam Smith is kind of the one that I think um, he's great because obviously my teacher was um, Sam Smith's singing teacher oh really so I mean it's nice to kind of realise and see how Sam did all of the exercises as well with him so it feels cool doing the same exercise (laughs) as Sam Smith so yeah it's great If I ain't got 
The Alpha Sessions with Emma Joyce. You've got a pretty exciting year this year. Yeah. Um, lots of plans. <laughs> yes. I'm not sure what you're allowed to tell me and what you're not allowed to tell me. Um, so what can we expect from you that you are allowed to tell me? Okay, um, you can expect from me finally to do a first single. Yes. You can expect that, definitely. Um, I set up my own singing school. This is amazing. Tell us a bit about this. <laughs> it's called Reverb and um, it's local, so it's back home with me in Wales. Can I just say, didn't you get sick because you were doing too much? Yes. So how's that going? <laughs> I feel like I was doing too much in one area. Okay. So I feel like now I've kind of got my energy in different areas yeah. and it's not all completely reliant upon, this needs to work, you yeah. know, because now I have a few different things that I can kind Lots of... Lots of different pies. Yeah, so if it's like, oh, that don't work, that's fine. I've got this as well. Okay, cool. So I think it's kind of taken the stress off me, even though it's more work. But... I'm just going to nod. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's called Reverb. I came yeah. up with the idea with... Um, uh, someone called Mark Gifford who runs the local institute and this is it back in Wales back okay, in Wales yeah, yeah. so um, he approached me saying that they were looking for a singing teacher to come up with something that wasn't like anything back home okay. I said okay leave it with me I then decided cool. yeah I then decided rather than letting anyone else kind of build it I wanted to build it from the ground up so it's called Reverb we go over six different factors with artists so up and coming artists so like quite young people as well because I always felt like growing up in Wales especially in the valleys it's very difficult for me like for anyone to find like an avenue apart from classical or musical theatre and I mean it's great that's absolutely brilliant if that's what you want to do but I had no passion for classical music I used to walk around classical college and I'd just be like oh my god I want to go home you know so it's like it wasn't my type of crowd whereas then when I went to Brit the crowd was brilliant you know you could, I could relate with people there and really express myself whereas like I never had that growing up yeah. and I thought god there needs to be something back home that can kind of help these people that feel like they haven't got anywhere to go yeah. and it's it's not I, I don't feel like it's right to have to force yourself to do like a musical theatre training when there no, are definitely not. actually other avenues so yeah. after going to Britain Dr Voice then I realised there, there is actually training for pop it's not yeah. just that you sing and it's alright you know yeah. like, there are actual there training. is this kind of like I think image of pop where mm-hmm. you don't get any training and you just get yeah. out of bed in the morning and you just start singing and everything's yeah. fine. And I think for people who don't know how much work it takes yeah. to be an amazing singer, that is very much the yeah, image definitely. that's portrayed. Is it's very effortless. Definitely. I mean, the thing is as well, pop doesn't just cover the um, like bubblegum type of pop that's in yeah. the chart. This is popular music, so basically it can cover like indie alt you know because that does like it does fall in the charts of being popular music mm-hmm. you know so it's we're not just limiting it to people who just want to sound like Dua Lipa for example <laughs> yeah. like that's no disrespect to Dua Lipa she's a great artist but it's more about helping them kind of develop mm-hmm. and hone their artistry rather than them kind of having to find out little, little things themselves so it's kind of putting them in like a bit of a direction so they yeah. can be like right this is this image would suit the way that I want to show my vocals or you know this style of writing will really suit the songwriting skills that I want to take up you know so it's like a bunch of different things and I feel like it's so important to teach uh, people about the music industry because like I always thought growing up as a man and come knock on my door and be like 
you signed, you know. <laughs> but that didn't happen, you know. And there's been a bunch of opportunities I've had that I mean, I'm I'm very no, 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 no every time anything yeah. comes because I'm always like, oh my god, I don't want to sign anything. So I've had these things come up, and I've literally gone, I don't want that because I haven't known what's right and what's wrong. So it's been, I if somebody had kind of taught me, you know, when I was younger, this is like the type of things you should maybe avoid yeah. these things you should go with because you know anytime someone's like oh yeah I'm going to make you a big star as long as you pay me 7,000 to produce an album for you people, some people will jump at that because yeah. they're like oh my god he's worked with so and so when really if they you know it's not it's not legit is yeah. it so it's like I want to teach people things about that and I mean we have some excellent teachers on board of someone called Kalea Thomas who's um, basically, she's she had twenty years in the music industry. Wow. She's um, sung with um, the Eagles. Oh, amazing! Yeah, she's been the backing singer for a lot of, of very famous so bands cool. and singers. Yeah. So she has great knowledge, especially with music publishing mm-hmm. in the music industry. Because she was actually employed in a record label up in London. So oh, cool. she's got great knowledge with that. You know more than I would because I haven't been in like a record company I wouldn't know how that works yeah I have a rough idea but not a great idea then we have um Jacob Mosley I mentioned him last time I was on you he's a drummer from back he's home. amazing yes yeah, yeah. yeah so um he's um going to be helping to do with production cool we have someone called Owen Felstead who is um he's just had two million views on Spotify streams sorry <laughs> I'm not done with the kids I don't use all this terms but he's had two million <laughs> streams on Spotify and um he's, he's doing really well and um, we also have Yasmin Davis. She's on something called the Forte Project back home. Oh, so cool. she's going to be helping out with like image, songwriting. Nice. And um, yeah, so it's a great team. You know, it is a good team. And I'm the founder. I love it. <laughs> uh, but, you know, it's a, it's a great team to have behind behind it all. And it's just, I'm so excited for it to start. I mean, it's starting next week. Oh. <laughs> it's starting next week. We had our open evening the other night. And so cool. It went really well. So I'm excited for it. Yeah. I'm really excited. Good. Thank you. No, thank you. So first single and a school. No pressure then. No pressure, no. Yeah. <laughs> no. I know. I'm trying to do it a bit more like a business now rather than me just being like, Yeah, I'll do this at some point. Yeah. No, there needs to be times now. I'm trying trying to get everything. Deadlines and yeah. everything. Oh, but uh, yeah, I'm I'm gonna be recording quite a few tracks. Whether cool. I release them is another story. But it's yeah, more about me yeah, trying to get a bit of a manager, <laughs> to be honest. I'm not going to brush over the subject. I really want a manager. Oh. I've turned so things, um, yeah. If anyone's interested in managing Alice, please. <laughs> oh, please. Um, well, thank you so much for coming in. Oh, if people want to find much. out more about you and they like what they've heard, which yes. obviously they will, um, where can they go? What can they do? They can go to Instagram, which is at, uh, uh, let me try again, at Alice Me Bishop, which is A L I C E M E E B I S H O P, and then Facebook, Alice me bishop there's another one in there twitter <laughs> at alice me bishop um you can go on youtube i mean there's not much on there at the moment <laughs> it's quite dead at the moment but it's gonna yeah, i'm gonna put on some content now soon so that's alice me bishop as well anything you want to find me alice me bishop um if people want to sign up for this school i think i'm a bit beyond help but if anyone <laughs> else does um where can they go what can they do for that um, again I have um, all of the um, socials for it apart yep. from Twitter Twitter yeah. needs to be set up this evening but um, they can find it on Reverb Vocal Music School which is R E V 
Oh, I'm gonna have to think of this. R E V E R B, and then Vocal Music School, all in one, and then the same on Facebook. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be such a fun and great experience. I mean, if I could do it. I do it. So I have the pleasure of teaching it though. So Ace. I'm excited. So yeah. Thanks so much for coming down. Thank you so all much. Way from Wales. Ah, thank you. No problem.
waiting for fun.